right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. Uh, I'm Bryce. You guys know me. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by the notorious P.I.Z., Mr. Pizza Mind. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well over here. It's a beautiful, stormy day here in Texas. Uh, I'm wearing my cloud shirt in honor of uh, the cloudiness outside, but uh, it's nothing but sunny skies ahead for crypto despite... Yeah. A brutal winter. It looks like we're finally turning around. It looks. So, it looks I'm like excited. the um, you know, the, the what is it like? Um, the, the groundhog is showing his head or whatever. Like you know, spring's over and now we're into the summer. Um, and I don't even know how Groundhog Day works. I, I probably butchered that. But yeah. the point I'm trying to make is Bitcoin is popping its head up above the ground. We were in the graveyard. We were in the depths of a bear market. Um, just the other week, you know, Bitcoin crushed through $30,000. Um, and it looks like it's got some momentum. And, and not only do we have momentum in price action, we got momentum with builders. Um, and we got the true privilege and honor to speak with a big builder reigning out of San Francisco, Samir Adamine, who is the CEO and co-founder of Absolute Labs, who's building some pretty interesting things in crypto slash Web3 so, Samir, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Great, great. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Um, hey, guys. TiVo here with a quick ad break to tell you that today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some of the much-needed clarity in the finance world, thus helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Some of the things I've learned from these guys include planning for my tax bills, managing finances with your partner, making a balanced budget, saving on travel, planning for some retirement, and boosting my credit score. If these things sound interesting to you, make sure that you listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. So amongst the hustle bustle of our busy lives, my wife and I are always on the lookout for ways to streamline our daily routines without compromising on the quality of our meals. And that's where Factor comes into play, perfectly aligning with our desire to save time amidst our hectic work schedule. Now, Factor's array of delicious, ready-to-eat meals, expertly prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, simplifies eating well every single day. And with over 35 weekly options catering to various dietary preferences like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, you know, Factor ensures we're well-equipped for the week ahead. And the convenience of having nutrition-packed meals and over 55 add-ons delivered directly to our door transforms weekly meal planning into a delightful experience. And, and guys, real quick, Factor has a two-minute meal as well, many of them. And it offers us the luxury of enjoying restaurant-quality food in the comfort of our own home, ready to heat and eat at our convenience. The broad selection extends beyond meals to include snacks, smoothies, and everything else, right? Covering all of our little hankerings and cravings throughout the day. Now, look, the service's cost-effectiveness when compared to takeout, paired with the assurance of nutritious and delicious options, is what makes Factor a no-brainer for me and my wife. Um, and it should be a no-brainer for you, too. Now, what truly sets Factor apart is its flexibility, meaning the option to choose between 16 to 18 meals per week, along with the ability to pause or reschedule deliveries, ensuring that the service adapts to our ever-changing schedules and not the other way around. We're in charge, right? The no prep, the no mess meals, uh, guys, it's just been a game changer for us. 
and now we're able to focus on what matters most, building our relationship together without the hassle of meal prep and cleanup. So if you're ready to embrace a week filled with effortless, feel-good meals, then visit factormeals.com slash crypto10150 and use the code crypto10150 for an incredible 50% off your first order. Don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your meal time with Factor's fast, upscale, and easy dining solutions. Again, that's crypto10150. That's the code at factormeals.com slash crypto10150 and claim your 50% off discount today. Very happy to be here. It's a, it's a foggy day as usual here in San Francisco, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything is good. All right. Well, yeah, we're we're um, we're familiar with Absolute Labs uh, because not many uh, builders are building what you guys don as a CRM for Web three. And in fact, this is actually kind of a pitch that I've never really heard. So when I first heard it, I was like, "Wow, we got to get these guys on the show." So, um, what is a CRM for Web three, and, and what is Absolute Labs? All right. So maybe you know I can tell you a little bit more about us and you know how how we build this. You know, and Ada will answer this question. So we are marketing tech product entrepreneurs, right? Myself and Anthony, my co-founder. We've been doing that for the past 15 years. It's our third company here in this world. Uh, it's probably the most ambitious. The previous company was a mobile marketing, mobile analytics, you know, uh, company. We started in Paris in 2013, moved it in San Francisco in 2014, after winning a startup competition and finding some investors here, among them, you know, the first one was Mark Benioff, you know, Salesforce CEO and founder, and uh, we we then moved the company here and 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 made it after a few years uh, one of the top ten leaders in the mobile marketing category according to Gartner. So we we built in this previous company a product that was helping companies in their mobile e-commerce business, right, with mobile marketing, mobile analytics, etc. We were working closely with Salesforce and Adobe and a few others, Microsoft Dynamics, etc. We and you know when we we exited this company two years ago, uh, we started investing in crypto. We wanted to and end of 2020 understand everything about crypto. So we we created a small crypto fund and started to invest in everything that existed, right? Any chain, any assets, et cetera, even building some of them and just trying to understand. And we really had a an amazing discovery here. So look, we found wallets, right? Crypto wallets as the next email and cookies, replacing emails and cookies in the way we would connect to online services, right? On-chain is the new online and, and there is so much data here that is available. So we, we realized there is something happening here, a new internet, new rules, you know, users, consumers taking back control of their data thanks to wallets, right? Even if it's still a little bit sophisticated, there's a lot of very smart teams, as you know, working on wallet solutions here, right, to make it easier. But, uh, but then we realized there's an opportunity because we also, in a entering a post-cookies world, right, 2024, is going to be the end of of, of third-party cookies, right? And people are looking for more privacy. So we realize, oh, there is an opportunity here to rebuild what Salesforce have built in the past like 20 years, which is the CRM for Web3. Any company needs a CRM to answer your question, Bryce. It's where actually your customer data is going to be, right? Any company today that don't have a CRM cannot actually 
manage customers, right? It's you need that to make sure that you have all the data related to your customers, opt-in data, obviously, but it's also the way you're going to connect with these customers, engage with them, right? CRM is is actually at the center of a company's relationship with its customer, but then around the CRM, there's going to be analytics, marketing automation. You know, uh, there's going to be uh, commerce. There's going to be a lot of other features here and products, right? That exist. If you look at Salesforce today, it's a CRM and around like probably 60 other products around it, right? From analytics, marketing automation, social media, collaborative employee experience, et cetera, et cetera. So we decided at Absolute with Anthony, my co founder, two years ago to build the first you know, wallet first, we call it wallet first CRM. It's a wallet relationship management platform. So we call it web free CRM because people don't get WRM, right, yet. Uh, but, you know, we uh, we think it's, uh, it's, it's more than a CRM actually, right? Um, because again, it's based on wallets as the customer ID here. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm really happy to hear that you're building in this specific little niche because, in the giant puzzle that is Web3, the largest gaping hole is business tools. Things that a business can do to use crypto is still very, very small. So having a CRM and being able to you know, basically operate a business, these are like the eyeballs of a Web3 business. Now putting that in, total game changer. But when we think of a traditional CRM, you know, we're thinking, okay, we got some columns with names and email addresses and phone numbers and maybe a shipping address. And, you know, maybe we can right click and open a support ticket or something. But what features in a Web3 CRM or a WRM, as you're coining it, uh, are completely different? Yeah, so great question. So, look, we, you know, Web2 product CRM and marketing product do not work with wallets, right? So they're not they're not operating, right? And so what is interesting here in, and I'm going to describe the wallet relationship management platform. Um, there's like four main features here. One is the analytics on-chain data, right? Uh, there is all this data is public, is available. We structured it, right? There is like, we we, call, we are actually supporting um, several chains, but, you know, just starting with uh, Ethereum and Polygon, there is 530 million wallets as of today, right? Approximately. Uh, probably 45 million of them are trading NFTs uh, as of today, right? Um, we have access to all this data, right? We have access to all the transactions, all the history, all the assets, tokens, and NFTs that all these wallets own, right? We are able to segment them. So the first thing is an analytics inside product, then, you know, market intelligence and, you know, metrics. So we design some marketing metrics that you don't see yet, you know, you, you wouldn't see yet in this web-free world and blockchain world, uh, but are, for example, the buying power of a community, right? Um, uh, the propensity to spend, or the propensity to churn from an NFT collection, right? This type of metrics, right? Um, and there is like probably 50 to 60 different metrics here, uh, the average hold time of on an NFT or token, right? All these type of business metrics that are like, you know, speaking to, talking to marketing people, right? They are the things that we have on this first, you know, feature we call insights, the analytics. And then we have a segmentation feature where you create your audiences, where you're going to be unifying Web 2 and Web 3 data. Because we are not only working with Web 3 companies, 
such as the Sandbox, uh, right? We're working with web two companies. We just announced last week, maybe you heard about it, the Louis Vuitton, you know, uh, the LVMH, you know, luxury brand collection, NFT collection. They, they, they leverage our entire platform. Actually, LVMH, uh, through one of their found called Aglae invested in our company and they choose this uh, as the as the you know web free CRM right um, um, and 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 uh, and we, we we announced last week Louis Vuitton and it's a great example of a of a web two company you know transitioning to web free create you know lo- creating you know NFT collections you probably have have heard about their SBT you know Salbound token but they launched here. Um, for uh, $42,000, right? Um, there's very few of them. Um, and, and, um, and, and, and so uh, the, 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 the first feature, you know, on our platform, the analytics, these guys have used it, right, to identify some audiences, right, and better understand the market. And the second feature, the segmentation, they used it to actually unify Web2 and Web3 data. For example, the email and the wallet, right? All of that is opt-in, obviously, a GDPR compliant, right? But they, they, you know, they are able actually to unify this data in, in, in the in the WRM platform. And then, third step here is you know create a profile, have the profile of each of these uh, users through a wallet first profile. So a profile for us is uh, on the CRM actually is going to be one or multiple wallets, and then and then all the on-chain data related to this wallet. And if the user opt-in, there is some Web2 data as well. The Discord, the Twitter, you know, the email, the, the, uh, the activity, if it's a game, for example, the in-gaming activity of this, of this user, right? Then after that, the last piece, we call it Flow. It's a marketing automation uh, pro- uh, tool here, allowing actually marketers to create campaigns. For example, you want to engage, engage an airdrop tokens or NFT to your audience, you want a wallet messaging, you know, do a wallet messaging. We'll be announcing in a few days uh, our partnership and integration with XMTP, you know, the uh, wallet-to-wallet messaging protocol, probably the best one, you know, that we found actually in the market, right? Uh, but we also are covering Web2 channels such as email, Twitter, Discord, SMS, push notifications. So that, this is the, the you know, the, a full funnel marketing platform. That's what we call a wallet relationship management platform. Okay, I like it. What, you know, what is the necessity for this new platform where maybe Salesforce or an existing CRM like HubSpot would just be able to add wallets to their platform and then bam, you know, Chainlink or Time or Solana if they want to market to their users, they'll have all the the rich data of Salesforce plus the wallet. That's a very good point. I'd actually, you know, um it's difficult for them because their entire platform are based on email and cookies, right? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And this is not the world we are in in Web3, right? <laughs> this is not mm-hmm. about email first or cookies first. It's about, you know, wallet, right? And it's not just about adding a wallet 
you know, to each profiles. Uh, you know, people want to say anonym, stay anonymous, right? They don't want to share their email. So you still have to communicate and engage right. with them, right? You have to give them, again, people are taking back control of their data. What do I want to share, right? Whether it's a Web2 brands or a crypto brands, right? Um, Sandbox have millions of users, right? Not all of them share their email. We communicate, you know, so there is there is also here, you know, uh, something that is very difficult for these Web2 companies. By the way, you know, we are integrating with these products such as Salesforce, but it's the, you know, um, and we obviously had a, had a great partnership in our previous company. And last week at VivaTech, you know, this big event where we got this, uh, we, we got an LVMH Innovation Award for the Web3 uh, category. Uh, Benioff, Mark Benioff actually was visiting the, the event and he came for a demo in our booth, right? So that was, uh, that was uh, an interesting moment, right? Um, that I spent with Mark Benioff uh, on my booth showing him the future of CRM here in the new internet. So, so let me just um, try and uh, wrap my mind around it for our audience. So say there's a company or an organization, a DAO, Chainlink or Sandbox, um, and they want to issue maybe a new campaign. They want to say, hey, we're doing an airdrop. We want to do a, a new NFT. They would come to Absolute Labs. And, and how, would the, you, how would you guys already have the, the users of Chainlink tagged? How would people know how to target those wallets i guess so first thing is you know when uh we meet for the first time with a new potential customer we all have if they have a token right or an nft we all have all the data we all have all their actually uh holders right we are already able to show them you know what we can do now these are their customers so they're allowed actually to add up to them right through our platform it's a no-code tool very easy then they're going to ingest their Web2 data, for example, the email, the Twitter, et cetera, accounts, right? And we'd be able to do much more sophisticated engagement campaigns here, right? Combining Web2 and Web3 channels. For example, some customers are going to be reachable through some wallets, reachable through, uh, you know, wallet messaging, right? Uh, because they have the XMTP inbox, right, uh, in their wallet. So others will be reachable through email, others through Twitter, was for Discord, etc. And our tool is orchestrating campaigns in all these channels actually at the same time, right? So if, uh, you know, we talk a lot about data privacy and owning your own data here in Web3 and being able to monetize your own data, but the data you're talking about is just publicly available stuff right off the blockchain. Like there's no snooping, no hacking, no like going on the dark web for any of this stuff. It's all just out there. Yeah. And you're just making sense of what's there. But in Web3, not a lot of people want to be marketed to. Is there any kind of way to either opt out of this blockchain messaging or give permissions to maybe to you guys and restrict things from, you know, let's say, you know, some other client that we don't want to hear from? For example, I've been trying to unsubscribe from Motley Fool's emails and I literally can't do it. I've had to market spam <laughs> and I get like nine emails a day in my spam box because their unsubscribe link doesn't work, maybe on purpose. You know, what are you know people who are concerned about their data privacy or don't want to be bombarded by marketing able to, to do about it? Yep. Or is this just something that we're going to have to get used to? That's a very good point. And, you know, you know, 
Web3 versus Web2, there is no centralized, you know, companies such as Apple, Google, et cetera, right? That's going to, you know, define the rules here. We have to define it ourselves, right? So, which means that, you know, we starting working on some, um, some project, you know, within the Web3 marketing industry. You know, there's a lot of startups here and we have some ideas about how we can create these uh, best practices, right? Because we don't want to see, you know, this bad thing that you're describing happening in Web Web two. More and more, I cannot unsubscribe to some email spams as well, right? It's insane, right? And it's it's out of control, right? One thing that, uh, you know, is 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 needs to be one problem, but needs to be solved in Web three is wallet airdropping, airdrops, right? Because anyone can airdrop anything to 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 anyone. So some 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 companies came to us by the way, saying, "Oh, you have like 530 million wallets. I can airdrop literally through your platform in just two minutes. It's a no-code tool, no developer needed. I can airdrop anything to all these guys, and we we forbid that, right? Uh, again, we are an enterprise-grade platform. We're working with you know mostly the the uh, you know the main you know uh, companies in Web3 and the the the, the Fortune 1000 companies, right? Such as Louis Vuitton and these type of companies, right? In Web2, so we don't allow in our platform, but others can do that. By the way, so I think there is a lot to do here. Wallet to wallet messaging can be controlled in much better way, and I'm you know I have strong you know um, um, you know I'm, I'm I'm excited with this launch with XMTP. Um, you know, we, we have, uh, obviously, if we've email, you know, when you're a company, you don't play, um, you know, spam, right? That's not, especially if you're a luxury brand, right? You don't, you don't, you don't play with that. It's all personalization here, right? One-to-one messaging, right? So we don't see that with our customers, but I agree with you. There is, there is a risk here and we need to address that risk uh, as an industry here, as an emerging industry. Let's let's talk about from the um, you know kind of zooming out beyond Absolute Labs and, and taking a look at NFTs as a technology and as a cultural movement. Really, I mean, brands like LVMH, who I think they do Louis Vuitton and a bunch of other luxury brands. Um, Time is you know you know working with them. Uh, NFTs are on uh, the Nike's platforms and stuff. I guess my question is why. Like, why do these traditional companies want to utilize NFTs? Um, what is the allure? Is it helping them better engage their audience? Is it helping them monetize them in a different way? What What are the discussions that you're having? So, yeah, so, you know, luxury brands have been, you know, and all these consumer brands, right? Um, personal luxury, these type of products. Um, you know, these brands are very old brands, by the way, you know, they've, they, they already have communities, right? People love them because they're part of a tribe here. They're part of a community, uh, you know, Ferrari, you know, cars or Louis Vuitton bags or whatever, you know, luxury brand here um, is, is also have this community approach, right? From the very beginning. So even Apple, right? Uh, in some ways, right? We all are part of you know, we all love the brand, you know, that's the reason we love their products. But, and we, we all, there is, there is much more than the consumer, you know, buying, you know, some functional products, right? And I believe, you know, you know, what, what's happening with luxury brands is they're always looking 
for creating new experiences with their customers. And the reason, and you know, they're going to be leveraging AI these days. They're going to be leveraging VR, AR. I mean, in the past two years, all this new tech, right? They adopted all of them, right? So, you know, VR, AR, they've been testing things in their shops, outside, et cetera. They're looking to create new experiences, deeper relationship with their customers, right? And technology is not the goal here. You know, you know. In someday, we we're not going to talk anymore about NFTs and Web3, right? We'll talk about digital assets, right? Another interesting thing with these brands is the fact that when they when they issue an NFT collection, they're sharing with their community customers a part of their brand here, right? In some way, um, I I get I'm an empowered consumers here consumer here, right? It's not just a physical product, but it's also something that is uh, related and it's part of. And I think the NFTs um, uh, are actually a perfect. Uh, that's why they, they're they're really you know luxury. We, we see dozens of luxury brands now, you know, accelerating their NFT project. And I think one of the reason is is because they see this ethos of Web three here and NFTs very close to what they've been doing for the past like. A few years already, you know, when they, you know, they are creating communities. They are, they have this approach, right, and these new experiences and NFTs. Utility behind an NFT is is quite amazing, you know. There's still a lot here that we can we can provide behind just you know owning uh, the NFT, right? Uh, token gating, you know, and and all of these things, you know, rewarding customers, being able to stay connected to them. I mean. You know, activating and retaining, you know, customers is 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 obviously something that NFT is doing very very well. And why do you think they're using NFT technology as opposed to just launching their own altcoin, like so many thousands of other companies have done? What is this benefit towards this huge growing trend of using these one of one tokens instead of just another random token that's interchangeable? I mean, some of the largest communities in crypto are still using a normal utility token but that's for, what is it about nfts that are so special because they're creative right because first they're creative because you know you have you have like uh i mean you know as you know luxury brands are always looking always collaborating with artists right they're always collaborating with with creative they're very creative by the way i mean i've been you know, just last week, right? Um, it's interesting, but just inside LVMH, you know, all these brands that they have, they have 75 of them. I met with many of them last week. I got briefed in many projects. Every project is different, right? But you're right, there's no coin. There's no, because they still are scared about that, right? Unfortunately, you know, the 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 coin and the token, you know, image here, especially these days with, you know, with what's been happening with this, um, um, with the SEC, you know, is, is actually, um, is actually something that they don't want to, they don't want to enter in, even if they're not like listed tokens or coins, right. And, you know, tradable coins, they're like more cautious on these, but they're also less creative, right. Uh, obviously. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, do you guys leverage AI, artificial intelligence at all on the platform? I know that this has been a, a big discussion with kind of the, the breakout of chat GPT and, and all these new models. Yeah, we, 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 we are leveraging it. So we are, 
um, I mean, every software company should be, right? But uh, especially on the marketing side. So the way we do it actually is that we have, we're working on a, what we call lookalikes profiles. So as an example, right, we want to be able to um, to help a brand uh, with your web to identify the overall blockchain, in the overall like blockchain, right? Uh, among these 500 million plus wallets that exist, uh, what are the profiles that are actually uh, the most relevant to them, right? Uh, to their to their business, to their activity, to their NFTs, to their token, right? Where should they spend some time, um, you know, targeting these these uh, these folks, these wallets, and 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 how 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 would they find them? The, the next step is obviously once you have this 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 information and you you you, you identify lookalike profiles. Uh, the next step is how to engage with them. Maybe it's going to be a collaboration with with an NFT collection that exists, or maybe it's going to be a different way of targeting it, right? There's, there's different ways here, wallet messaging, airdropping, uh, collaborations, wallet, wallet, uh, you know, web-free advertising, but it's just starting as well, um, you know. And, and so lookalike profiles is probably, you know, is where we focus now on AI. Is there some way as a user that we can make our wallet profile more attractive towards some of these luxury brands to maybe receive an airdrop or an invitation or a message. What kind of activity or balance is really being looked for, for like the ideal web three user? I think the, it's, you know, it's the same for their, these companies existing products, right? I mean, you know, there's so many different type of profiles that exist, but you know, obviously, uh, there's no, there's not one luxury brand, you know, and one luxury type of consumer, right? There's like hundreds of them, right? So, you know, there's so many brands here, uh, you know, launching their project, and sometimes it's going to be a woman, sometimes it's going to be more a man, sometimes it's going to be, um, you know, um, it, 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 it's you know, rich, you know, wallet profiles. Sometimes not really it could be someone that owns. I don't know two NFTs from 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 some artists actually that are followed by this brand, right? So you know, for example, myself, I've been uh, investing a lot on uh, Tezos, you know, artists in the past few two two three years, right? Because I I, I love you know uh, uh, arts NFT arts and and, uh, and 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 they are very expensive, right? On OpenSea, <laughs> and um, you know, and I was thinking, you know, and and I'm sure I can be targeted. Tezos is, for example, one of the chains that some of these brands are investing in, right? Um, which is quite interesting. I was not expecting that, but you know, we're collaborating. We're going to be supporting Tezos very soon uh, for this reason, by the way, right? That's incredible. Um, now, for folks who are out there listening, they might, you know, actually be building their own small business in crypto. Maybe they don't have an NFT. Maybe they don't have a um, a coin or whatever. But maybe they want to target crypto users um is is absolute labs kind of a a system that they could do that and and if so how could they get connected yeah sure i mean they can go to the website we have an offer for startups right uh so we helping startups as well so we have two types of customers startups smbs and enterprise companies um we have teams in the us on the sales side and in europe right um uh, very soon in asia we 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 are serving many of them already, um, and you know we'd like to see as well. You know some startups coming saying, "Hey, 
you know, we have, uh, I don't know, 10,000 wallets today. We want to grow to from 10,000 to a million, right? How your product is helping us with that, right? And and obviously, these guys are going to grow um, and, and you know, and uh, and our pricing as well, <laughs> you know? So, um, so this, this right. is great. You know, we want to help this, this, you know, startup companies grow as well with this product. But, you know, some, some of these guys are, uh, you know, not doing the same thing than, you know, all these startups two, three years ago with this uh, bull market, right? Everything was much easier, you know, in, in a bear market, you have to do marketing. You have to get closer to your customers, mm-hmm. right? That's why you need a CRM and marketing automation here, right? Do you think that there's ever going to be another bull market, Samir? <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I like your your enthusiasm when we started this conversation. I think it's coming, right? <laughs> I think it's coming. I think it's going to be different, probably. But I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we, we're excited. But we, you know, look, we launched our platform and product, uh, uh, you know, in in a in a in a bear market, right? Uh, when you know, and we raised eight million dollars, you know, when you know every you know things started to get really really complicated, right? So. We believe, you know, whether you're in a recession, bull or bear market, right? You know, companies need to do marketing, you know, and that's why you see companies like Salesforce in the past 20 years growing every year, every single year they've been growing because even in a recession, you know, companies need to do marketing, get closer to their existing customer, not to lose them. Competition is 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 is, is harder. In a bull market, it's going to be about acquisition, Right mostly and how can I go faster right and just being in the San Francisco tech scene right now what's the attitude and the mood of all the other founders and builders and investors that you interact with on a daily or weekly basis are people starting to spend money again and throw more parties or are people really still trying to conserve capital (laughs) oh um, I mean I see a lot of things going on uh, uh, these days you know in uh, in uh, in San Francisco it's interesting to see, you know, all these new uh, first-time founders. You know, people that were with this Google or Microsoft, but you know, but but were let go these past you know uh, eighteen months, right? Um, but but lost their job or Twitter. They're starting companies. It's amazing, right? They're starting companies and they are like launching new products, new projects, etc. I see a lot, you know, after the pandemic, right? Much more events, parties, etc. In San Francisco, we have these guys from the Graph, Edge, and Node, right, that did these amazing things to the community. They call it House of Web Free, right? Nice. Invited. Yeah, and we've had we've had a uh, Kyle Rojas on the on the show who is over at Edge and Node. He's a good guy. Edge and Node. It, it, these are great, great people because they you know they've created this community approach, but in the in real world where, you know, we have an office here, we can meet with other folks in Web3, right? And um, I'm actually heading to this to their office in like uh, 45 minutes to, to this place. It's, it's a beautiful place at Presidio, right, here in San Francisco. It's not downtown. It's a, it's a much better um, 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 uh, location, right? A beautiful location. And anyhow, there, there's a lot of activity going on. There's a lot of discussion between Web3 folks and AI startups as well. I believe there is a lot of interesting things happening as well here. Yeah, I think that it's going to be a a really beautiful union between AI startups and crypto startups and just seeing what some of the most creative technocrats and and folks who are really thinking about this stuff, you know, what they're going to build. But, um, you know, while we still have you, I got one question and then I'll let you get to the Presidio 
uh, with the boys from Edge and Node. But for those who are listening to this podcast, right, and they're they're brand spanking new, and, and they're just trying to you know kind of you know learn about this market and and protect themselves really because they see so much craziness. What, what's one word of wisdom, one word of advice that a guy who's been in the market for a while building companies, you know, what would you say to somebody who's brand new? I mean, you know, you have to look at solving one problem, right? One customer problem, right? You know, don't try to solve like five or three of them, just one of them, right? And then you can, and it has to be repeatable, right? I mean, that's that's my advice because, you know, building several companies in the past few years, uh, uh, some failures, obviously, um, you know, I started in France, then moved here in San Francisco, um, and you know, um, and I, I think you know, once you solve, you, you you identify one problem that you can solve, you know, build the right product and offer around that, you know, and you know, move from one customer to ten, and then ten to a thousand, right? That's then then it's all about execution, right? But but it has to, you know, uh, and don't listen to this. Uh, negative, right? Uh, environment that is saying, "Hey, no one is raising money these days." No one, you know, investors have a lot of money. They're looking for people that understand uh, entrepreneurs that understand, you know, uh, uh, how to solve a problem, right? For 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 one customer, right? And and how to make that repeatable, right? Love it, man, Samir. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you to talk all things Web three marketing and Absolute Labs. Um, you know, people can go to, what is it? Absolutelabs.com. Absolutelabs.io. Ask for a demo. We have a team that is ready to show the product then and contextualize it. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, and we look forward to uh, seeing all the great things that you guys come out with here in the near future. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.